live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry. The Porn Director Podcast. Starring award-winning and veteran director and filmmaker Sal Genoa. And he's a DSA aficionado, the best producer in the business, and the king of drops, Khan. We are the PornDirectorPodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, Facebook.com slash CON.PDP. Search Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Vid.me, and YouTube. We are brought to you by AdrianaChechik.com, SalGenoa.com, and AdamandEve.com. Please send all questions and comments to Sal or Khan at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Let's talk porn. All right, here we are for another Las Vegas episode. Uh, I, tonight, this is going to be a good one. Uh, thanks to Raven for running the board. See that, Con? Go bring Chechik down to the floor. We'll just handle it. Just kidding. I was spazzing out like, what the fuck are we going to do? Just kidding. That's why it works, okay? Con does all the crazy tech stuff, and I'm all the other stuff. But anyway, um, definitely go to Adam and Eve, please. We cannot thank them enough for their support. So if you go to adamandeve.com, you pick one selected item, you're going to get 10 free gifts, free shipping if you use Sal and a promo code at checkout. So please do that. They support the show. Let's support them, Adam and Eve. Uh, it's been an awesome weekend so far. The the PDP soldiers are holding strong. Sam's still in the house. Alonzo's in the house. Raven and Fox. But guess what? Guess who else is here? I've been bugging this guy for I don't know how long. Is that intro music still kicking around? Oh, we can shut that down. See that? <laughs> Nobody notices that mistake. But anyway. Oh, so um, I've been bugging this guest for a long time to uh, come on the show. And finally, I, I saw him on the floor. And I'm like, you got to do it. He said, okay. So, oh, let's get our board up. We can give my Well, we can actually clap. All right. I didn't even say who it was yet. <laughs> that laugh, that laugh tells it all. Mo the Monster's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. NYC, son. All right, man. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Mo, how long have I been bugging you to be on the show? Almost a year. No, oh, yeah. I'm just it's been a couple of days, couple you know. Days. I always look out for Sal. Sal always looks out for me, man. He's the man. I love Mo. When Mo shows up, I'm like, this day is perfect. Then he hits the shower because he showers before every scene. Yeah, he's got to keep it clean. That's what he does. That's what he does. And I wish everybody would jump on the Mo train and yeah, do that, but please. they don't. Um, but anyway, uh, love it. Seriously, like I've done a lot of stuff when I help Darko and Mo's there. It's, it's so fun because I know by the end of the day, I'm going to go home laughing at one thing that he said. I think someone, it might have been Isaiah, that was like, oh, <laughs> we're doing a blow bang. He's like, oh, you're getting jaw replacement therapy. And I was like, where the fuck? Who said that? And I'm looking around. But it's always fun. Mo, you bring in energy and, and, and uh, a sense of humor. I know it's porn, but uh, it's fun as fuck when you're there, man. It's awesome. Thank you, man. You are fucking hilarious. I always try to coin the phrase, I want to make you come while I make you laugh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, you do a great job. And then Mo pulls that, that hog, and I'm like, oh, I'm not worthy. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, East Coast guy, this is interesting. I like to find out how you got started because everyone says, I'll move to the San Fernando Valley, and I'll be in porn. And, and you know, But you're an East Coast guy, and you started on the East Coast. Started on the East Coast. Uh, I was shooting with a couple of strippers and some of my girlfriends in my oh, father's wow. basement. And nice. I was able to take those videos and put them on YouTube. And they was able to give me a notoriety out there. Wow. To where companies from like the South actually was giving me money to license and put my stuff up on Worldstar. 
Oh, cool. So once that happened, I basically became a hood legend. So <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, and you still are beyond a hood legend. But uh, the cool thing is with the me social media of today, that's possible. If you had started like our our previous guest Pat Mine in the '90s. That would have been super hard you know the net wasn't kicking you would have had to maybe make the move but now it's like no i'm gonna start here i'll make my own stuff and the world will see it through the internet yeah. that's awesome so that's a thanks social media thank you you got us mo the monster yes um so do you have any uh social media you want to promote what do you got um my twitter is moe underscore the underscore monster like the energy drink and then my instagram is mo the monster 13 all one word sweet awesome um i got so much to pull out of you in this fucking thing uh did you have any heroes when you first started or you just like ah, i'm just gonna do my thing did you look up to any of the, the male talent i mean as i got further into it i got to learn more of the history of porn you know like me kind of it was always like i had a couple of videos you know i grew up in the 90s so you know we had the bootleg box nice. you know anybody from the east coast they know about that you know we had the bootleg cable box so i think at that time um it was only um spice and playboy channel and then they came up with an with another channel that was showing like you know full nudity and right. everything so like once i seen that i was kind of hooked you know mm -hmm. so I, I would watch i would watch the you know the jay leno show and then once that goes off you know it's, it's on porno porno on zero on mute mode the nice. whole night you know i'm gonna say when con returns we'll have a, a completely east coast room Yes, that's yes. what I'm saying. That's yes. good shit. Be, and who I think I was talking to Vox about and Raven about the differences between uh, people and personalities between the coasts. You know, I moved out super young to uh, follow my career in um, sports, so I moved to California, and I love the weather, and I'll never move. I've tried, but screw that. But there is a bonding, I believe, through East Coast people that yeah. that you don't get because. Uh, why, dude? This is a porn director podcast. What the fuck am I philosophizing about? But you know what? I can because I'm in control of this mic. Uh, there's something, and Joe Rogan said it best. He said, you, "When you fight the elements, and you grow up, and you're fighting snow and fucking rain and hurricanes and tornadoes, you're hard, right?" Not. I love California. Trust me, I've lived there more in my life than I have in the East Coast. But when you're blessed with sun every day, everything's chill and cool. And and uh, I think your DNA when you can. You fight those elements is just it's there's something you know like it's weird wow I, philosophical no nah, i mean I, I believe you i mean oh, like honestly you, i i last year i think um i had took it to another level and i've noticed the temperature like when i first got out here i couldn't really perform as good in vegas because it was too hot and it took me a while to kind of get into my groove in florida so what i did was i moved into like a cabin in the woods and literally, it was maybe the size of a jail cell. Wow. And I would stay Not that you know what that's like, Mo. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I try to stay away from shit. <laughs> but, uh, how do you know that, Mo? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I've been in holdings a few times, you know. never, never in happens, county. You know? <laughs> we need to hold but, down. Uh, but if your name's Mo the Monster, you need to be held down once or twice in your life. I'm just yeah. saying. And, uh, you know, I, it basically would, would turn into a sauna room after a certain amount of time. So it, it was times where, you know, my room would get up to 120 degrees. Wow. And I wouldn't put an AC. I wouldn't have a fan. And I would, be, I would stay hours and hours in there. So it would prepare me for when I'm on set. Because wow. now yeah. like Rocky, right? you, got, you have to train, you know. So, like, even though it wasn't, like, the best, um, you know, location to live at, 
um, size wise, it had a full, you know, jailhouse gym style, you know, in the backyard. So I, I would call it yard work, and I, I used to post a lot of pictures of it on um, on Instagram. But I would literally be like, you know, doing pull ups, push ups all day, sometimes eight hours straight, and then go back into the hot box. So like within six months, I was able to you know bulk up my body and as well as you know increase my stamina because of the working out. But a lot of the performers know. I mean, if if, if it was um, you know that buff guys was the only ones that can do porn, you know, a lot of us wouldn't be working. Right. You know. So at the end of the day, you know, it's also about having endurance, consistency, and being able to you know focus on what you're doing. And being in that hot box, I've seen, even especially last year, a lot of performers could not perform because, you know, we had a lot of heat waves um, last year. And it was a lot of guys that was failing out on scenes because it was too hot. And for me, it was like another day in the park because I trained for it. Wow. You know, so like even like when I speak to Darko a lot, you know, he says, you know, we're we're like athletes. You know, we have to train right, we have to eat right. You know, we have to prepare. I agree because you know you can you can have sex with a girl, you know, the night before and everything is cool, but when you get on set and there's cameras and there's people in the room, it's not the same thing. You know, so you know I always look at it like uh like football. Use a football analogy. You know, you can train all week, but until Sunday. It's gonna happen how it's gonna happen on the field, you know? And sometimes the girls, you know, may be you know, on their cycle and you know, that may change because you know, some guys don't like working with girls when they're on a period. Right. Um, you know, then sometimes the girl may have a shitty attitude and you don't wanna deal with her. Or if it's especially in a gangbang situation, you know, you gotta realize you're in a room with ten guys and everyone's naked, there's only one girl. You know, so it's a mental thing for you to really be able to focus on the girl and not really get caught up in the surroundings of the scene. I have a question. So go ahead, Alonzo. What's the difference of like having sex in like New York, the cold weather, compared to Vegas? Like, what makes it so difficult? It's, it's. I mean, you know, like they say, the shrinkage value. I mean, it's, it's, it's cold, so naturally your blood is going to flow a little differently. So it may take you longer to get ready. You know, this I'll, is the most technical show we've ever had on sex. I fucking love it, dude. I, love I was it. curious. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, and a couple things. One of my all-time favorite directors, uh, Werner Herzog, uh, he said, you know, to be a camera, he's awesome, he's German, to be a cameraman, you must be an athlete. And I was like, he's right. But like you said, you, uh, if I'm going to get the shots I need as a camera, cause some cameras I used to use were like 75 pounds, I had to be in shape. And I've been an athlete my whole life, and I really think that because I get in there and I, I'm able to move and get those shots that it makes me a better I, mean, I know for a fact, you know, I'm hired sometimes because I can get these shots and I have the endurance and man, it's the talent. It's, it's no different. Do you guys know Kai Green? You guys are East Coast. He's a bodybuilder, Mr. Olympia guy. I know. Dude, he just had the same exact story as you, Mo. Mm -hmm. He lives in Harlem and where he grew up in the shittiest place ever. It's hot when he puts on the stove. He's got his sweats on and now he's making a shit ton of money and he's like, no. I'm not leaving here because this is what made me tough. Yep. You know, like you can go, you get out of the, go, go down. You're, you've, 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 you're able now, sorry to, to step up your, your lifestyle. And he's like, no, I'm going to sit. And they followed him one day in his apartment. I was like, fuck, this is a grace. He's cooking eggs and he's sweating his ass off. He's got his, his track suit on. He's ready to train. And he's like, I'm not getting out of here. And they're like, but you can get out of here now. He's like, uh-uh. Because I'm who I am. This is a great podcast. Uh, I'm who I am because of this situation. That's right. It's fucking badass. I'm so inspired. Here we go. I can tear because it's my fucking show. Uh, I'm so inspired by people who who have these situations that 
seem like weird to us. Like, how does that guy, what that guy, he can get a Benz now and get the fuck out of the shitty neighborhood and get something. But he's so fucking hardcore that he's like, no. And I think, I think, do you think you'll always, you'll always be a New York guy and you'll always shoot your movies in New York? That's what I thought. You fucking savage. I love it. (laughs) It's true, right? So you come to Vegas and you're like, this is nowhere near the, because I, every, we all know humidity, right? Motherfucker. You're sweating while you're eating your dinner in back East. So you're able to have that mentality, the East Coast mentality, and go anywhere. Have you, have you shot in Europe before? Um, I haven't, I haven't shot in Europe, but I did do a movie. I did a, a full feature movie in Japan. Oh, nice. oh fuck! Yeah. My favorite country in the world. Yeah. So, dude, Asian awesome. women. Oh, I don't know about man. you, but it fucks me up. Oh man, I'm hands are raising. All, all, all week, I haven't even shot for anybody but the same Japanese company. They actually came up here to work with us because they knew all of us was going to be here. So we, I've been Japanese girls all week for me. <laughs> what a what a day! If I had a drop right now, if Khan was here, I'd drop something terrible on you because I, I hate you. When, when I when I went over there, I went to Japan. When you leave, I had to pay some tax at the airport or something. I was like, I don't want to go. Like I looked around, I was like, I don't want to leave. They're like, you have to leave. We're done. And I was like, fuck. If you ever go over there, man, call me. All right, definitely. I, I was talking to him. I said, we need to do like a Mozilla. Just have like twenty Japanese girls or something like that. <laughs> just, just let me have my way with that. Uh, Mo. Let's let's talk. We got to do this. I'm Remember there for you. That that's why Tyson lost to Buster Douglas back in the day. Yeah, because he he to went and had fun and didn't and didn't, and didn't train. Feel like fighting nobody after that. Oh yeah. Oh trust me. Oh, trust me. I wish that your your children had testicles so I could step on them too. I love him. His YouTube is the greatest thing ever. With his, I love Mike. Yeah. Oh, he's fucking yeah. great. Now, here's a true story. I don't know if she wants me to tell you guys, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Whatever. So Dana Vespoli is is here, like, I don't know how many years ago. And she's signing. And somebody grabs her ass, and she's like, I'm going to fucking, oh, Mike Tyson, what's up? <laughs> Tyson grabbed her ass. She's Asian. We all know this. Half Thai, half Irish. And I was like, wow, you know, because she's a full-fledged boxer now, too, and it's nice. And uh, I was like, what do you think? She's like, I... I didn't quite know how to take it. Like, what do you, 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 you can't yell at him, yeah. but you can't, but I was like, that's badass. She goes, Hey, it was kind of cool. Like I want Mike Tyson to grab my ass. Just kidding. Uh, so, uh, that's cool though. Like, uh, do you really think that's what it was? I most definitely because yeah. he, he killed them when they refought. And I don't know if time, but I have a great Mike Tyson story that happened to me when I was 18 in Vegas. We'll grab that mic and tell it. Um, my first job was, you know, I'm from Maryland. This is Raven, and, by the way. He's in the PDP extravaganza. Yeah, and um, um, Sugar Ray Leonard's from Maryland also. And oh, I didn't know this. his last fight was against Hearns in, I guess I'm dating myself, but 89. Oh, we're over the hill, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I was at this fight, and I had a girlfriend who was an older woman. She's 23, so I'm 18, so I had to play big guy. And our boss... Um, didn't drink, so I had six giant long Las Vegas Long Island iced teas, and I was good until I stood up. So then, as soon as I stood up, the desert turned into a boat. Mm. Okay, so I'm like moving around, and I see this most incredible ass, and I'm looking at this ass, and I'm walking, and I hit something like a wall, but it was warm, and I look up, and uh-huh. it's Mike Tyson. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm too drunk to run. So, <laughs> so I said. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Tyson. He said, 
It's okay. She has a nice ass. <laughs> Way better than mine. Well done. Wow, impersonations for yeah, Ray. Yeah, that was a good one. That, that was, was good. One, yeah. So Mo, tell you kind of brought us around your first scene, you know, but but what what were you what were you feeling? When did you realize like this is something for me and I'm comfortable here and I've seen your dick, I would be comfortable too. Um, you're kind of small. But what I'm saying is, I'm kidding. I cry when I work with you. I'm not worthy. Uh, when were you like, okay, this, this is for me and, and I'm ready for this and you know, did, was there ever a point where you're like, because I'm, I'm, you're naturally gifted, sir. Was there ever a point where you're like, this is for me, this is my calling i think it was it, it like for me when i say when i was told about my porn career it it like it came to me in sections oh like, interesting like the, it was the new york section then it was the la section and you know like i had to start everything over because of the fact like the way my first first scene was basically off of a bet oh shit that's so interesting i betted my friend that was like an amateur um producer of porn in new york and, um, you know, I was going at him for months. You know, I started working for him and, like, we used to throw these parties underground and all kind of stuff. And that's where we would get a lot of the girls. So I was, like, going at it, going at it. Bro, I want to get in the movie. So he said, you want to start porn? You got to be able to pull it out anywhere, anytime. So we would literally have these live shows and it would be called, like, a brain contest, which was where the girls would give head, multiple girls, you know, kind of like musical chairs. Whoever whoever couldn't keep hard or, or would lose would have to, you know, chair would be eliminated you to the last one. You never even called me for these parties, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I, Mo hasn't called me in a long time for these. God damn. And um, so basically, I, I technically started doing live performances. And... The next level, eventually, after about a year and a half of pressuring him to actually get, um, you know, onto the actual camera, um, we made a bet off of playing NBA Live, um, you know, the basketball game, and he said, "If you beat me, I'll shoot. I'll shoot you in a porn." Oh, nice! That's so a I, cool way of getting in. So I said, "Okay, let's do it," and um, you know, I played my heart out. I think I beat him by about six points, and he said, "Okay, you won." But now, opposed to us shooting in the studio, I'm going to shoot somewhere different. So we get in the car and we start driving around. And he's, you know, we're in Brooklyn at this point. So, we're, you know, this is, this is like 4 or 5 in the morning. You know, it's not the safest place to be at. You know, so the thick no porn, you're like, you know, this is definitely not what I'm expecting to be doing. So he pulls up to the subway. Jesus Christ. And we go in the subway. So I'm like, so where are we going now? He says, no, this is where we're doing the scene. So we literally shot my first scene on the A train in Brooklyn. Fucking hold on, because I'm going to pick myself up on the floor. The uh, epic story for this reason, and you're going to back me up on this. These new guys, they come in the business, right? And they say, well, you know, I want to work. I want to work with Riley Reed. You know, it's like, what? We had Manuel on the show. He fucked like a 78-year-old 78 78-year-old 78 woman. Her dog was shitting all over the floor, and he had to go in the other room and get VHSs yeah. to get hard to come back in. Wow. If you're fucking on the A-train in Brooklyn right out of the gate, you deserve, you put your time in, you, you came through, and you didn't have this glorious, plush scene, beautiful girl. You're just, you're, that's, some, that's some great shit right there. That's like hard as fuck. That's awesome. Well, what how what went on? At the, this is great. I mean, we literally performed probably about ten stops while the train was in service. Fuck out of here. So there was customers coming and going, going to work, 
and we were still going at it. That's what I call running a train. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mo's got comedy. So do I. It's a wonderful yeah. fucking. And I think that that alone left me with I can do this. Fuck. Well, why wouldn't it, right? You know. Did your confidence grow every stop? Not to get like I'm wondering. It's fascinating. Did, did were you like okay? I did one. I could do another, and then four or five stops. You're like fuck this. I'm on. It's on. Yeah. I mean. My thing is that I learned is that, you know, you have to zone out the things that's not, you know, helping you. Because if you think about everything that's going on, I mean, the main thing was I could have been arrested at any point in time and went to jail. You know what I'm saying? So that oh, becomes... Oh, so that's where that whole holding thing... Yeah, like, that maybe. that's the least... That's the, like, that's the the biggest thing, but the least thing that's on my mind. Because in my mind, I got to worry about keeping my dick hard wow. and doing the scene. So I literally had to just black out. And I remember parts of it, but I don't remember really doing it until Holy I see shit, the actual man. video. And I'm like, oh, wow, we was really bugging so out. So that's like, get, that's literally, this is a great fucking show. This is literally, you're getting in the zone because yeah. you're not remembering things and you're just doing your thing. You have to. Fuck. You have to. That's some shit right there. How yeah. many, stop, sorry, Ray. Do you have any uh, dick kung fu techniques that you want to share about staying hard? Yeah, what, tell us, please. I, I would say if you, if, Chemistry is is everything. So you know, if it's a if it's a famous you know porn star, um, don't really come off like a fan because sometimes that ruin it for them. You know if they think you're a fan, but um, you know my thing is I always treat the girls with respect, listen to their do's and don'ts, and just vibe as if the camera wasn't even there. Now, here's the thing, too, I want to interject. The do's and don'ts. This literally happens. I know everybody has these weird, crazy stories they hear. Oh, the girls were forced to do that. And Mo's a goddamn professional. I've been around forever. It's you have a do's and don'ts list. And if they say, this is my please don't, we don't. It's that simple. So all this crazy social media about these girls are forced to do something. When you're dealing with high-level producers, high-level male talent, good camera guys, it's going to be it. There's going to be a do's and don'ts. And we're all a team to get the job done. So please, mainstream media, shut up about these girls are forced to do something because they're not. Mo just said it. We didn't set him up. There's exactly. no gun to Mo's head. He just said it. Exactly. Um, being as, you know, they're, they are porn stars. It, it, were you starstruck at, with some girls at some point? I want you to mention her name because it's kind of cool. Who were you starstruck with when you finally, mm. you get out of the train, <laughs> you're on your way, uh, you actually literally ran a train, and uh, you're ready and and. So you're still in New York. Was there a girl in New York that starstruck you in the industry? Yeah. Um, oh shit! After 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 the whole train thing, um, my whole family found out. So I had to like take a break for a second. <laughs> and um, when I when I got when I decided to get back in, I think it was around 2009 at this point. And I had a director that he he used to mimic a lot of uh, Bang Bros style. So he would get all the girls from the West Coast to come out and shoot wow. with me. So the first, the, my first like four or five scenes with this company, he was pulling top talent. I got to work with Austin Taylor. Okay. At that time, she was still fairly new, so she was bad, but I wasn't really starstruck. Right. But um, um, what's her name? That's Cindy. Austin Taylor. For if you're in LA, and Austin Taylor if you're from New York. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Sydney Capri and Cheyenne oh. Jacobs. I'm not gonna lie. They they had me starstruck, mainly because you know, like I've watched them before. Right. So right. it was like, okay, I I I've seen you before, so I knew I knew what I was getting into. So that's where I kind of got into starstruck. So I kind of I I, I kind of put the rule on from then 
to like I, I keep up with you know obviously the current affairs of porn, but I don't like you know oh this is the new starlet and just like right. you know like stalk their page or like you know harass them until they want to shoot with me because you know at the end of the day uh, that's been done as well right you know <laughs> I mean you know people people get their work how they get their work you know I'm not a hater you know what I mean right. but I usually with most of my directors um, don't even know who the girl is until I show up. So once I get there, oh, okay, that's who it is. Okay. And then that that way it's no, you know, oh, my God, I'm about to work with this girl. Because, you know, most people, they want to look them up and this stuff. Yeah, I ask a lot of girls. I do some interview stuff with them when I shoot, and I say, did you research this person? And a lot of people go, yeah, last night I found out who it was. I, I went on their Twitter. And then other people tell me, no, I want it to be fresh. Like, I don't want to know. I just want to show up. I know who they are, but I'm not going to go back and watch scenes or like, yeah, that seems, you know, seems kind of I mean, weird. I look at it kind of like music, you know, like, like Jimi Hendrix said, it's like, you know, if, if somebody is doing it one way already, then I don't want to do it that way. If, right. if, if that's his style, then that's this style. That scene is He's this. He's pretty good, Jimmy. Yeah, he did a couple good songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you anyway, know. our audience is like, who's Jimi Hendrix? Go back, research, Google that shit. Anyway. Legend um, says he was packing too, by the way. <laughs> Look, I mean, he did have a porno that came out. It came out, yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Fuck, that I just, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Check it out, yeah. It was like 75 bucks, though, but it, the whole cover was psychedelic and all that, yeah. <laughs> all right, so you're getting girls flown back to New York for you. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, did you ever request anybody to get flown back? Um, pretty much, like I said, whatever, whatever girls was available, you know, I was working with and yeah. like my name got around a lot to where I had like 11 companies that I was shooting for. Oh, good. So I thought I was never going to ever leave New York, you know, but, 11 companies on the East coast. That's pretty impressive because yeah. for sure there's not as many as in California, but 11, that's pretty badass. A lot of people used to get me upset because when I first got here, they'd be like, I know they shot porn in New York. And I'm like, I shot 400 scenes in New York. Like, how how do you guys yeah. not know it's, that there's porn in New York? Yeah, know? because they think it's all because I, man, that's interesting. Because I have some great friends at the Rialto Report back east, and uh, they do all the vintage stuff. And a lot of the '70s stuff was on each coast, you know. But most of the stuff that's recognizable is the is the West Coast stuff. But there's great performers from, I believe, like some of the most iconic people were East Coast people. It wasn't like Jamie Gillis was like East Coast. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. You're following some fucking juicy footsteps. Um, so what? you're still in New York, working for 11 companies, 400 scenes, you're killing it. Is there a alert to get you to L.A.? Or you're just, what, what, what made you want to go To be honest. Was it the weather? It was, what was, it, was, it? It, was, it, was, it was my ego. Oh. It was my ego. It you was. were the big fish in the small pond. Yeah. Now you're like, all right, watch out, Lex. And I was, I, I, I just felt that I wasn't getting recognized. I mean, like XBiz, AVN, like they followed me on Twitter and stuff like that, mm -hmm. even when I was on the East Coast before I even got here. But it was like, you know, I wouldn't get any nominations for any awards. Uh. You know, a lot of the, the, the West Coast performers didn't want to acknowledge me as a performer, even though I was working with the same girls they was. Wow. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'll eat that. So I started saying I was the king of New York. Oh. By doing that, it started stuff in New York too. And now everybody else was like, "How you think you're the king?" I da, 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 da. So now here's a question: because I've shot this guy fucking hundreds of times. Uh, Pumper was an East Coast guy, right? Yeah. Fuck, dude, I got stories, but we don't have time. The salmon suit is the best. Uh, I shot him so much, so much. 
did you guys come up at the same? He was previous to you, he right? Was, yeah, he 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 was he was a class ahead of me. Did um, did, he, did he have a rep in New York as throwing down? Um, or I he mean, just, he he had more of a rep of being like a personality. Like you you would see yeah. him at like the Puerto Rican Day Parade or like certain big nightclubs and stuff like that. The only guy out. to put himself bigger than the girl on a box. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, watch this, bam, and we're like, well, dude, we want to see the girls. Oh, I got that, and the suits were fantastic. Yeah. different color suit i love my shot i'm a ton of he's, he's a cool dude but i didn't know if like you guys um had like uh if if you either saw his work and but you say he was a generation ahead yeah he was a generation ahead. i mean because everybody was comparing me to him like on the east coast like like you know we have lex you know we have prince and stuff right, like that like, right. I, didn't, I didn't i knew about lex because you know he had the hbo show i mean uh, he doesn't the, know about lex at this point the, right? the uh, playboy show that he was doing you know so i knew about lex uh, I knew about Shawn Michaels, you know, because he was from <laughs> Brooklyn. Shot him the other day, dude. Just, you know. dude, that guy walks into, and, and it's so funny because when he left, I'm like, you know, fucking, you're a goddamn icon. He's like, hey, thanks, y'all. Uh, when Shawn walks into a room, it, there's a different fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see people. He just glides into a fucking room, oh, you yeah. know. And and then the picture is, he just looks at the girl. I'm like, this fucking, he's the fucking man. I love it because I, I, when I was watching my stuff growing up, it was, you know, Shawn was. I'm not going to date myself, but uh, he um, he wasn't just – he was a good good talent then, but, like, being able to work with him and shoot him and stuff, it sucked. He's got this suaveness, man. It's And we were shooting uh, um, with Anton Slayer, and he was – they'd been friends for so long. He's like, he's like <laughs> look at you, Sean. You're just looking into those 18-year-old girl's eyes, and you're going to run the fuck out of her. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. But he's got this cool demeanor. He's suave, motherfucker. I love it. That's my Shawn Michaels plug. Yeah, he's, de- he's definitely one of one of the mentors that's that's been helping me out since I've been out here. You it's know, great, keeping man. me focused and stuff. But yeah, like I said, it's only it's only really in New York. I know they only really recognize um, Pumper and Mr. Marcus. Marcus like, those, those was the only two guys they would say. Oh yeah, I know Mr. Marcus and I know Brian Pumper. Can that I was tell a Marcus story? Oh, let's go. we're in we're in we're in uh, Prague. We're doing a reverse gangbang. Twelve girls and Marcus, right? I'm shooting this fucking crazy for anabolic. And uh, we get back. We're all done. I'm fucking tired. I'm like, I'm going to bed. And it's like 12 o'clock. And I hear these footsteps. Like, what's up? What's going on, Marcus? You going to the bathroom? No, I'm going to go out and check out the local talent. I go, Marcus? Well, fuck, hold on. He just banged 12 <laughs> girls today. He's like, so? I'm like, oh, my God. And we had to shoot again the next day. Savage. He's like, I'm going out, checking out local talent. I'm like, Fuck, man, that drive, I can't even comprehend. I was so tired, I wanted to go to bed. I thought he was going to the bathroom. He's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> okay, well, do your thing. Don't get arrested. We'll see you tomorrow. But yeah, he's another one that you just, they just throw down so hard, you can't even comprehend. Yeah. Like 12 girls, hot Euro girls isn't enough. Not for Marcus. Oh, it's never enough. Jesus Christ. Every girl in the world. <laughs> do you have a specific type, or it doesn't matter? For me, I can say it doesn't matter. As long as they're sexy and they're confident, I'm cool with it. I find that with top male talent. They don't have a type, you know, uh, great, great friends of mine, like Manuel and Mick, they, they don't have a type. It's like, there's something about every woman. That's you guys are fucking crazy. You wackos. That's awesome. Everything. I mean, I, I might be attracted to a foot. You know, right. I might be attracted to her nipples stand up. Any, anything that I can grasp on. Right. And that helps you if you're tired or you've been doing a couple scenes a day. That that really that focus to be able to find something is is yeah. that's what you have. Yeah. Fuck. You know why I live in LA? 
Because it stands for Latins and Asians. <laughs> That's right. Let's come up with a New York one, right? We got to come up with a New York one for you, but I don't. I have no idea. I mean, think about it. Email me this week. Come up with that. But I, I, I thought that was funny. Yeah. That's my shit, Mo. I, there's other, you know, I love black girls too. I used to shoot um, women of color for anabolic. And they're like, give that line to Sal. Why? It's Asians, black chicks, and Latinas. I'm like, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> and then I got a bunch of teen lines. And I was like, this is great. But now looking back, I'm like, holy fuck. They, got, they, were, they arrived on time. That was a miracle. Right? There wasn't drama. That was a miracle. But yeah, I got all the ethnic lines. That was my shit. Because, you know, why not? There's something about ethnicities that... But you're Italian. You got black in you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go down that road. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, upper body only, of course. Thank you so much for saying that, Mo. Fucking prick. But uh, you prick, yeah. Uh, anyway, wow, where are we even in the timeline? So... Uh, what what is that final decision to get you to come out to the motherland? Yes. Not necessarily, but the epicenter of porn. Um, it was it was the the world star videos that did it. Oh, that was okay. like the icing on the cake. You know, I had got about fifteen million views Jesus. on about seven videos, and like my whole neighborhood seen it. So it was just like. I go to the store, you know, they're mimicking the videos. You know, I'm on the train. Ain't you that guy? I'm like, oh, right. I, I actually had a, a part-time job at the time because I was, I was, I was told you guys earlier, I was actually like saving money to, to plan to move to LA. Yeah. So I had a part-time job. One of the girls I put on the World Star actually walked into the job and called me out like, and I'm like, yo, chill, chill, what you doing? She's like, how dare you tell me to chill when you put me on Worldstar, you know, with my ass out. So I had to, you know, it got to a point where it was like literally, you know, all my night activities was coming to the day. So I was like, you know what, let me let me get out of here, you know, before I won't be able to get a job, you know. And I, I planned for about six months I stopped shooting in New York, hit the gym, Saved up as much money as I could, did a lot of overtime, and you know, I ended up quitting my job. I left my girlfriend, sold my car. Congratulations. Rented out my house and jumped on a one-way flight. Nice. Is there is there a look you get when you get recognized? I used to go out with Vince Warrior when I was working for him. We'd go out eating and stuff. He's like, oh, this guy's going to come up to me in about 10 minutes. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, he gave me the look. He knows who the fuck I am. Maybe eating burritos, and then he comes over. He's like, "Hey, are you Vince Boyer?" And he's like, "Yeah." Is there when you get recognized? Is there like a? Do, is it like ah? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I awesome. Mean, you know, I'm I'm still I'm still kind of kind new to it because everybody normally would like I have a, a familiar look, so people always confuse me for somebody else. So like I mean, I'll be in the club like you look like Wesley Snipes So you know you look like this guy that oh, guy. Okay. So it was funny actually. We found on the way up here, I had took two girls to get their hair done. So I'm in Santa Monica, and like the guy walks up to the car and he's knocking on the window, and he's like, you know who you look like. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for it, you know, for him to say the name, Mo the Monster. No. Like, oh, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so, awesome. Like, he's like, I seen you had the snow bunny in the front seat, man. So I knew it was you. I was like, oh man, you know. So that's, that's porn star status right there. That's awesome. You know, so it was cool. You know, we ended up taking a picture. You know, he posted it and stuff, and then like all the employees from uh, where he worked at came out and shook my hand and stuff like that. So you know, I mean, like it's cool. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm still, I'm still in the beginning stage. I don't, I don't consider myself famous. How were your, uh, how, Alonzo? Go ahead. How was your friends like when you went to the club and stuff like that? Did it like? 
promote you? Like, did they talk about it a lot, or were they just like cool with it? Yeah, I mean, most of my, most of my friends they know me. Like I said, my my whole my whole life kind of led me to this. Like when I when I was younger, I was in the music industry. Um, you know, I was doing a lot of street team work, a little liaison work for some of the artists. So I I became the guy to go get the groupies for the artists. So I would talk. Oh, we gotta talk later then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was I was like the best wingman ever on the road. Wow. And then you know when I went to college, it kind of led me into taking that experience of knowing how to talk to women, to like smashing women. So you know I was I was banging all the hottest chicks, and then you know I had, I had girlfriends that were strippers and stuff like that growing up. It helps guys when you have a big fucking hog like mom just fucking throwing it out there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure every time a girl dropped your fucking pants, Mo, she wasn't like, oh, you're good for anal. She's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to be that guy that's like, Robbie D and I always said this, I want to be that guy that's like scary. Like, when a girl drops your pants, she's like, oh, fuck. You're like, yeah, that's right. You know, good for anal. That might have come up once or twice. Um, anyway, so, um, fuck, I'm fucking, I love this shit. Because I'm so far thinking, I have a million things to ask you. Actually, I meant like, oh, go ahead. after the Royal Star videos came up, I know how like people are watch our videos like in the clubs the people that come up to you and, like your boys are like talking you up like oh this is more the monster like were they like hyping you up like that or was it just like they were just cool to you like didn't talk about it like i mean well the like the community that i hang out with um is more like trendy so it was nothing that you know it was it was it was an accolade but it wasn't something that you know people would, would talk about because a lot of the girls and stuff was like you know high-end models or like into the music industry so their thing was to be with music people so they wasn't really trying to be with a porn star per se you know but um locally like in the local clubs yeah I walk in there and everybody's, you know, that's Mo, that's Mo, you know, especially the strip clubs, you know, oh, that girls, sucks. girls will always <laughs> show me love. I mean, most of the time I spent was would be in the strip clubs in the underground strip world in New York. Sweet. Jeff, and, our, our fan of the year, has a question for you, Mo. Uh, this is two-parter, Mo. Um, first, first off, um, I know you said you like to do your own thing in your own way, but did you have any inspirations uh, when you look back at it uh, from the porn industry that you really looked up to and idolized? Um, I mean, I always, like I said, I always looked up to like the Lex. Um, I like the, like the Lex style because I always used to see Lex on a lot of mainstream stuff, and then of Shawn Michael because he used to always wear the suits, and a lot of people didn't wear the suits, but I used to always wear the suits because coming from like a corporate background, I would dress the same way, so I I bought that into porn. My actual first porn name was the suit. Oh, oh nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, how are you perceived when you go back to New York now? Um, now, I mean, the, my, my people's in my local neighborhood, they still, you know, they're mad at me to an extent because they told me, like, don't go out there and be an L.A. guy, man. Like, come back. So, you know, like, I only get to go to New York maybe twice a year now. What's so, up with the family? You said that they knew, they, they knew right away. How are they now that you've established oh, they, yourself? I mean, I, I, turned, I turned the house I grew up in into a model house. Oh shit! So you know, like they I'm proud of you, they, Mo. They got <laughs> damn. They got I to do that to yeah, my yeah. house where I grew up. They got they got comfortable with it. You know, I I did I did, I did have to prove myself. So I had to, I know, after the train scene, I took about three years off, uh, finished college. You know, worked a lot of corporate jobs, stacked up a lot of money, and then I remodeled the whole house. So then it was like, okay, well, you know, he's doing good, you know. And I think that's a general case, you know, if anybody grows up from, from rough beginnings and they make it in sports, you know, they go back and then it's like, oh, he's cool now because he just 
put a complete sports complex in the neighborhood, you know, like that's so funny how you can, whatever you're doing, if you're doing good, it doesn't matter whether you're a porn star or an athlete or whatever, you, you're going to be perceived as like, oh, he's a cool dude. He came back and helped out a little bit, you know, so model house, nice work. Do you ever see yourself moving back to New York or just always staying in LA now? Um, I would definitely move back. Um, you know, I think after my career, you know, kind of simmers down a little bit. But you know, I think now LA definitely have became a, like a second home to me. Um, and it would for me at this point, I I would just want to be able to travel back and forth more often. You Sweet. Know? Uh, I want to make a special announcement. Jeff, who was in charge of this whole operation this weekend. Uh, the Porn Director Podcast Extravaganza. Mo, all these guys came out to be on the show to meet guys like you and Con and I. And uh, Jeff did an amazing, amazing job this weekend wrangling everybody. Um, he wanted to take on the job earlier in the year. I'm like, you're in charge. You're the guy to make the Porn Director Podcast Extravaganza happen. So Jeff is on his way back to the East Coast now, another East Coast guy. Yeah. So let's give a, a mad, ridiculous clap session for Jeff. Uh, Jeff is fan of the year and for good reason. He's a diehard. Sometimes he knows more about the show than I do. Trust me. So thank you so much. You did an awesome job. You're an amazing human being. Uh, Jeff is the man and he's going to make this even bigger and better next year. So thank you so much. I had to cut you off, Mo. Sorry, but uh, yeah, so, Jeff but, deserves all the accolades yeah, for, right. for being respect, fucking respect, awesome. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's the PDP ambassador. Everybody's giving Jeff a hug goodbye. You got to show some love, man. Yeah, he's it put this whole thing together. All these guys, he takes them around every day, and it's awesome. Mo, I had this idea when I started this thing to create. Um, thank you so much, Jeff. I love you, Thanks, man. Jeff. Uh, I had this idea of, like, let's get a lot of people together and show porn in a positive light. Like, if you had a bad scene with a company, I don't allow you to say that company. It's not cool, right? You wouldn't anyway. You're a classy guy. But like my idea for the whole show is let's bring people together. Let's make friends through porn. That seems fucking weird. Oh, that's that dirty, disgusting, weed-smoking orgy people. But, but last year there was two people come to this. Now there's guys that aren't even here that had to leave early. But like it's big. It's growing. And my dream is to get a room. This is the PDP room. You guys go there, hang out. Don't fucking smoke anything. But go there, hang out, and have a good time. So I'm creating and Khan is creating like people are getting their friends through porno that seems ridiculous you know well, it does it doesn't actually you know i mean i think porn porn brings a lot of people together you know and that's why like i always make sure that i'm at these type of conventions you know whether it's expos avian exotica whatever because a lot of people do watch porn you know and a lot of people spend a lot of money on porn so this is just as if they was a comic book collector or you know if they collected video games you know they want to talk, they want to share stories. I mean, you don't really right. want to sit down with your girlfriend and talk about how fat this girl's ass was <laughs> what jerking off to the other day was, you know what I mean? So it, it, these type of things is what is what the industry needs. These are the type of things that's going to save this industry because we need to have fanatics. We need to have people that, that respect what we do and treasure us. It's like they got on a plane and fucking flew here to be here, man. That's so fucking sick to me. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So... And, and of course they want to see Mo the Monster. Of course they do. Please, Mo. Uh, I, I think that basically, where even though porn is popular, it, at the same time it has sort of an outsider thing to it. So therefore, a lot of the people that I've met here were cool because it's kind of like, oh, we got this in common, and you're not gonna make me feel try to feel bad about what I like, whatever your trip is. Like, it could be normal stuff, or if you want to get pissed on or whatever. 
You know, that's okay. That's your thing. And there's that acceptance when you find a group. And so everybody's even more friendly than if you went to a regular place or, you know, scenes um, bring people together. And without that uh, alienation that comes from, oh, you know, Mo, you're a porn star and you're dirty and you, uh, I don't know, have diseases and abuse women or whatever kind of negative nonsense they want to say about you before they even talk to you, or, you know. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But we're all tested and they're not. How weird is that? You know? <laughs> like, go to these clubs. I say this every fucking episode. Go to a club and go, hey, who has a test? Raise your hand. Like, what the fuck's that guy? What's a test mean? You know, but we're the filthy people every yeah, 14 days. Exactly. You know what I mean? Fucking, ugh, so I gross. Did, I did an interview uh, when I went back home recently. And I, 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 at that time, I was dating a doctor. And they said, um, did, did she ask you to get tested? I said, no, I told her to get tested. Right, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, go. this is what I do for a living. You know right. what I mean? And I like you brought that up in, in your previous thing that you were like, you were in that whole little scenario you were speaking of and you asked for a test. Yeah. Like, let's do it, you know? Yeah. I call it the license to fuck, is I, what I, I call I it. I used to always say license to have sex. <laughs> and I remember a, uh, a guy shot, I forget his name, but he went to Ibiza and put his test on his chest and was walking around. Wow. Like, hey, let's fuck. I got my test. Like, he will fucking put his test on his chest. He's walking around. <laughs> like, hey, I'm fucking tested. How about everybody? Else? They're crazy. He was a guy. He was a male talent. He was crazy. He had a spider on his calf. I forget his name. He was awesome. We used to hire him all the time, but yeah, that was his thing. My license to fuck. I think he was fucking Spanish. He was one of Nacho's buddies. Go ahead, Sam. Uh, uh, I uh, I think I mentioned this to Sal in an email, but a couple months ago, because I've been listening to the show on such a regular basis, they keep talking about, well, first thing you do when you go to California, get tested, get into the business. So I said, yeah, I wonder if I should have a test. I mean, there's no reason to think I had anything, but so I go to the uh, local uh, clinic, and I'm, I'm going into the office, and the girl says to me, well, why are you here? And I know what to say. She said, oh, she said it was a preparatory or precautionary. I said, yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and so everything worked out fine. But, uh, you know, as I, said, as I look back and think about the experience, I'm just kind of glad I did it. That's you know, like you awesome, say, most man. people who aren't they, in the business don't they, do they it. Won't check. Everything, you know? yeah. So, yeah, or good job, Sam. You may have had something. For many years, I know chlamydia hangs out and doesn't really rear its ugly head forever. Uh, and you may have had something and you didn't know, right? So now you're now you're good. Now you have your license to fuck, Sam. Let's hit the fucking floor, buddy. Oh man, let's, let's go. go. You walk with Mo the Monster. Hell yeah. This guy's got more fucking wing. <laughs> Mo the Monster's got more wingman game than fucking yeah. mystery method. You know. So uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm hey Sam. If you're walking around the fucking floor with somebody, don't pick me. Pick Mo. You get more ass than the oh, fucking hotel we'll toilet. We'll bring we'll bring a couple of girls back up here. What's the room number here again? That's awesome. Uh, G-Con is also in that fucking hunt. You got to bring him around. He's ready. Dude, this is your man right here. This is the king of the wing, I'm going to call him. The king of the wing, Mo the monster. The suit It's in the house. Anyway, uh, I, we have a segment. Uh, uh, Raven, do you know that? Can you pull up the segment? We have a segment on the show, and I'm very interested in yours. Um, it's called, I'm trying to time this up, but we got, we got Raven working the boards. Watch this shit right here. Good job, Raven. Kill it. You guys are pros. All right. This is this is Calypso. Calypsian music. Whatever. I just fucked that one up. Calypso. Thank you. We have something called Porn Island, okay? So you're in a boat, Mo, and you're fucking just cruising along, and you're like, what the fuck? There's a hole in my boat. What the fuck? And you look up, and there's silhouettes. 
of five women, and you're like, this is a good island to be on. If you could go on that island and pick five women for the rest of your life, and these are the only people you ever have sex with for the rest of your life, you call me, I'll shoot the shit. Fly in me and Darko, what's up? Uh, but five women in their prime at any time in porn, who would you pick on your island? Oh. He's going, look at him, he's already You already know the wheels are turning. <laughs> I would I would I would have to start from legends legends down. Um, I would have to get uh, Nina Harley. Ah, I saw her last night. I love yeah, it. I have to get her. I love her She's, so much. Like, her, her her mind her mind is just as good as her sex game. Um, Sarah J. Okay. Um, Annika Albright. Nice dude. Um, yeah, where's the ding ding? Well, let's not get crazy on the drum. Um, ding 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 definitely, ding ding. Definitely have to get Jada Fire. Dude. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Do you know I tried to get her on the show? She said, because I used to pick her up to shoot at her house when she lived with her parents. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Sal, I'm, I love her because the fire's there for a reason. I'm done with this industry. I'm like, come on, you got to do the show for me. And uh, I'm trying to get her on, man. But I used to pick her up at her house when she lived with her family to do scenes. Yeah. Fuck. Iconic, man. Hello. Scenes that would, I would be done. I put the camera down. I tried to tell her not to get a boob job. I was that guy. But they ended up looking nice. Um, I tried so hard to say no to that, but yeah, she's amazing. Oh, dude, I, I yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm yeah, you drifting. Can't, you can't say Jada Fly without having, without everybody having losing, a moment. Everybody has Just a like, moment. Wow, like. Like, that was me literally drifting off into fucking Sally G land. All right, you got yeah. one more. And um, I would definitely have to say I would take a new a new girl with me. So I would I would take actually uh, Chanel Hart. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That ass. Yes, sir. Uh, wow, can I cruise by? We'll shoot some shit, man. <laughs> Darko and I are coming. Get ready. Uh, wow, that's great. Um, let me ask you another question. All of a sudden, you find you fix your boat and you're 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 kind of cruising along, and the girl's like, "Come back, Mo." You're like, "That's right, I will." And you look up and you're like, "What the fuck is that island?" And there's there's four silhouettes on that island. Now, this is the island you're gonna pick four of your boys to go back and just run it. Four guys. Who would be your solid guys? You take back with you to that island. Well, take back. Um, I will. I will have. To, I will have to bring the, the horsemen. Um, you know the legends. Um, definitely Julian. Julian Sintak. Jesus Christ. Um, Valentino. Um, Mr. Marcus, and definitely Shawn Michaels. Nice man. Julian St. Jacques. You went down that road. Yes. That's some shit. Wow. I'm not coming on that because I just got fucking worked. There's no way I'm coming. I'll be like, I roll up in like, oh, no, I got to go. Anyway. Cool. Thanks. That's Porn Island. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Your Porn Island Guys, is good. Yesterday, I saw a fan absolutely lose his mind when he saw Shawn Michaels. And like, it happened. Lost I, that his was me. Mind. That was me. Sorry. And, like, and Shawn Michaels is like, Kind of like running, like laughing inside the entire time, and like the fan for like five minutes was like, "Dude, this is fucking Shawn Michaels. This is fucking Shawn Michaels." That was me on set. He the has other the day. biggest dick ever. <laughs> like going like in the middle of the circle bar, everyone's just staring at the guy, going like going off. Dude, I'm telling you, take a picture, take a picture, take a picture. And Shawn Michaels was like, "Dude, yeah, let's take it." And he's like, "No, dude, take it." He has a big dick, bro. So he has a big dick. Like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, just laughing. And his boy's like, guy, just, just stop, man. Just stop. Like, making a fool out of himself. It was funny, though. Sean Michael's cool about it, though. That was funny. Nah, he's he's so chill. It's ridiculous, you know. Even Lex is, they're all, they're all you know. It's Excuse nice. me while I whip this out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, that was, look at Raven dropping like a motherfucker over there. Oh, anyway. Um, shit. 
I don't even know what's left. Now, where the fuck are we in this time? See what happens? You mentioned Jade of Fire. Shit gets yes, fucking yeah. off the track, That's doesn't it? it? Yeah. Uh, um, so what, what, do you, what do you have left? What, what are these, these mountains that you haven't climbed yet? Uh, I mean... I, I, I mean, I can't even lie. I think I've done I've done everything that I set out to accomplish. Wow, that's great. Um, recently now, I'm working on an animated cartoon series. <laughs> so, you know, I, it's, it's, it's basically a dramatization of my life now mixed with my life before I really kind of got into porn. That's interesting. So, you know, I'm looking like Superfly with a cartoon version. Oh, that's great. So you're going to be shooting it widescreen because your dick is so big. <laughs> Just asking. Um, wow. No, that's a cool idea to go down that route, to have something a little different, but yet. So, I mean, I, I premiered it in October. Uh, it's called Monster City. It's on my website. Dude, go um, there. I'm going to check that shit out today. Motormonster.com. And um, you know, I, it, it's it basically is kind of a mixture between the Boondocks and Sin City. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. I love Sin City. Yeah. So it it it, it starts. It has like animated sections, but then it still goes back into actual porn. I'm going there today yeah. after I walk around with you on the floor. Because yeah. you're the fucking king of the wing, <laughs> the fucking suit. Uh, hit us up with your social media again, so we can all follow you. It's M O E underscore T H E underscore monster like the energy drink or mo the monster 13 on instagram or you can always check out my site motormonster.com fuck i'm going there uh raven watch this i love when the pdp guys come down and they just run the boards watch this shit he's doing do you know what this is the outro music oh, god <laughs> damn it Mo. we got to go we it's over before. it's over i i bugged him for so fucking long i couldn't stand it anymore and he finally cracked might have caught him after you had a little party on but oh, get over here oh yeah but anyway thank you so much mo the monster always I a pleasure working with you man you're you're awesome and I, I, mo's a cool dude you know he's professional when i first met you like let me get some contacts i'm like that's my man he knows what's up you got to get the, the contacts keep things rolling so thanks so much to uh Oh, the monster, ladies and gentlemen. I love him. Follow him. Uh, follow his career. He's the fucking man. Uh, thank you so much. Don't forget AdamandEve.com. Yes, uh, we love you guys. AdamandEve.com. Simply use the promo code SAL at checkout, and you'll get 10 free gifts off of one selected item and free shipping. Um, follow us at uh, por- uh, at Pod at Sal underscore Genoa, Instagram at Sal underscore Genoa. Um, podcast.com every Thursday at 11 o'clock we post up a new episode unfortunately or fortunately this weekend is amazing we're just cranking shows out for everybody so what else do we got Raven good talking porn <laughs> alright thanks Mo see you everybody peace